The mics. How many mics we have today? Two mics today? Two mics? Okay. Okay. Gary Mukhan, you ready? Okay. Gary. I free day with Gary. Can you come on time? Gary, ready now? Guys, you want to see a nigga? Uh, you can understand the now you're ready. Okay. <laughs> understand the Good morning, Rabbi Ah, it's for all those kids out there. It's ah, not I. Just want to clarify that. Today is a big day, big day, Rabbi Sai. I'm so proud of myself, as always. It's 849 days. Straight, no scuba diving, no skiing. And then you guys send me pictures of skiing. It's Mamish Lifne Iver. Did I make a shock on this? <laughs> um, I want to give it a shout out to uh, all the new guys. You, where are you from in the back? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Uh, I just want to. What's your name? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah, we have to start over. Again? Yeah. Look at the screen. Oh, we're not starting all over again. Really? Wow, I'm already getting replaced. I'm two minutes in. I start over again? Who cares about the Zoomers? Yeah. Do you have it on YouTube? It works for me. Give me a second. It's like every day I deal with this. It's ridiculous. Give me a favor, Ali. Can you, can you, can you, can you bang the table, please? <laughs> It's to, I'm telling you. <laughs> Gary, maybe if you wouldn't bang the table. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is great. Exactly. I'm, it's not on my time. Wow. You don't understand. This is every day. Every so day. Cable. We need a cable from America. Yeah. Oh, that is much better. Oh, much better. Great, great job, Gary. People think it's part of the shtick. Yeah. Yeah. 
We got Zoom now? It stopped flickering. That's because it's off. Gary <laughs> Mukhan? Nope. Okay, no Zoom today. No Zoom today. We have YouTube. It's working, Gary? All right, YouTube's on. That's what we care about. All right. Um, I made a shock, all right? Yeah, okay. And you asked. From the top. <laughs> and you wanted to song. Go right there, Gary. You got a top. Yeah. It's a long one. It's a big dove. For the tires. All right, we're just going to keep going. Okay. Uh, why don't we just do the audio for them then for now? Fine. All right. Uh, we have a big daf today. Very good. So we only have to go through 300 or emails. Every time, by the way, I mention 300 or 400, it's Loshan Guzma, in case you're an exaggeration, in case you guys don't know. I mean, look at all these emails. You guys look at these. Um, <clears throat> Gary, do we have time for a story now? No. Okay, fine. I'll tell you anyways. So <clears throat> one time I was fighting six armed guys with one arm tied behind my back. And then my wife comes in and ruins the whole story. <clears throat> Anyways, I was up at 2.30 in the morning preparing. And I realized with, we have over 100 guys flying in for the Siam. It's momish incredible, everybody say. So I realized we need a new raffle for all the barbers that are convincing people to join the DAF. Here is a new tour that they could win at the Siam. So from 3 a.m. to 6.30, you could spend one on time with Avi Gargir. Avi, get over here. Come here. Avi, get over here. Uh, what's wrong with your friends? They only recognize you when you get a shout out and cheer. Yeah. What kind of friends are those? 6.30 to 7.08, you're going to get davening. Please do not daven out loud next to me, by the way. It drives me crazy, guys, daven out loud. I cannot, it, the worst, by the way. It's a pet peeve of mine. 7.08 to 7.11, stand next to the illustrious Rabbi Dr. Avi Factor for his very concise Divrei Torah. 7.11 to 7.15, fight with 49 other guys to get your hot cocoa then promptly spill it over someone else's Gemara, and then get a lot there like a real adult. <laughs> 7.15 to 7.18, you could wait outside for me to show up. 7.18 to 8.06, sit in the guest seat. Under no circumstances do you dare put any body part in my camera window. Do not block any of my attention whatsoever. And, and <laughs> yeah, please, Ellie, Ellie, back up. And even worse than that, God forbid you should ever walk behind me at any point Forget about it. You're disinvited ever again. Eight oh, so 8.20 to 9 o'clock, you get to drive up the aisle alone because if I would finish the shear at 8 o'clock on time, there'd be no traffic. I'll let that settle in for a second. 9 to 9.30, discuss all the machloikis with Hillel. He's not here. 9.30 to 10 o'clock, you get to count how many minutes we've learned with uh, David Feinberg. 10 to 10.30, stunt training with my body double. Yosef Ehrman, you think it's easy to stand on these tables or lay down or climb on top lions? That's why we have a stunt double. By the way, I don't know if you guys know this, but I used to play basketball. So we need a little exercise. You can walk with Mondo for an hour, then can't carry, carry, catch pigeons for the shear. 12 to 1, come to the Koilo and learn with this Belzer Chassid who knows Shas. This guy knows Shas cold. It's crazy. And our, I just want to tell you about our Kolo. These guys get the highest scores in Deershu. 97, 100. It, it's, it's, but this guy, crazy how he knows. Finally, 1 to 3 p.m., 
You get to go to the Merkaz and harass people with timer to join the DAF, by the way. <laughs> this is an incredible raffle. You don't want to miss it. So all the barbers, sign up now. So we're running late, um, but I got to read this email. One email, and I'm going to try not to break down and cry <laughs> because when I sob when I'm reading this. Dear Haraf HaGoyin at Sadiq, Reveli Shlita. So true. Um, <laughs> please don't read this email out loud. I grew up in Brooklyn, wasting my time playing with my friends on the stoops of our houses, chasing the mice from our houses into the gutter. <laughs> mice. You know, that reminds me of one of my favorite charts. I don't know if you guys have seen this one, but this is the Shrotzim. Everyone thinks the this is what the Shrotzim actually are. And if you want to know in particular, the lizard, this guy's actually the real Sheretz, in case you haven't heard that once or 500 times yet. <clears throat> so... <laughs> Then I went to yeshiva and koilo, and I learned be'im, and I, but I never made a siyum. And when I left koilo and work, I realized if I can't learn be'im, then why bother learning? I haven't picked up a gemara in 37 years. What is, is that, what's that noise outside? Noam, can you tell the wind to stop blowing? <laughs> I get very disturbed. Any little noise is very distracting to me, you know that. Then my friends, F37, F245, B718, W497, L453, and RBS175, did me the biggest favor of my life and introduced me to your shear. You know, I don't like any favors. Favors are the most expensive thing someone can give you. You don't want favors are the most expensive. What I want is something super top of the line. Okay, Gary. I mean, do you hear that? Oh, Gary. I mean, bring me someone new to this year. That's really what I want, if it, unless it's really expensive. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Okay, until Beitza. I finally made my first seam of Beitza. Could you imagine all the learning this guy did? Never made a seam 37 years. <laughs> Gemara Beitza. Mom has changed my life. And mom has changed my Okay, we don't have time for that. Okay, I mean, when you finally explain to me on Dof Yud Gimel, what Tumas right, and Truma and Mises are all about with that incredible chart, where is that? One second. Oh, here we go. Here we go. What the I, For the old guys, you guys are sick of this, but it's so geschmack. And for the new guys, whatever. We, we've been through this many times. Okay. And then you explain so clearly what rubbing mustard was all about with peanuts. What's with you and the peanuts, Ellie? I mean, I seem to recall another instance of peanuts, correct? Whatever. You guys get that. Whoever gets that, get that. You, don't, you weren't there for sure. Uh, <laughs> And then on Daf Tet Vav, I didn't get the, the fish nizzle, but that was pretty gross. And on Daf Chaf Tes, I will always double sift my flour. Yet another myphis of Rav Eli. After many years, I found my missing cufflink in the flour that I sifted. And it's weird because you think a guy like me who never buttons my shirt would need a cufflink, but it's an incredible myphis of Rav Eli. Speaking of flour, could you imagine the kamitza of Shaq? I mean, his hands are like this to go in here. And then, on Daf Lamed Ches, my biggest inspiration since I started learning again, the mysterious nefesh of the couch to fatteners. You also have to delete that. Look at this. Speaking about the couch fatteners, you guys realize how hard these charts are? I mean, I got to draw lines in like this. Over here, and I, I know I should be using PowerPoint instead of Word, but I mean, this, this is really hard. <laughs> so, anyways, blah, 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 huh? okay, fine. Speaking of inspiration and the amount of hard work and tremendous effort you do in preparing the shear, it's amazing to watch, Ellie. 
Was it the Gemara we just learned? Where the extra effort of learning 101 times, where was that, Levi? Oh, too early for him. Um, you go to Zichru. Oh, there he is, Zichru. What daf was that? Oh, you don't know exactly. Okay. Tet Omad Bet. We just did it a couple of weeks ago. Or really, was it all the time that you had season tickets watching MJ and especially Kobe when they came to visit to learn about what extra effort really is all about? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, hoping to make it there. It's a stroll. I'll bring my cat from Yushalayim outside. Anonymous. Okay, guys, we're really late. I gotta hurry up. Hold on one second. Okay, well, where was I? Okay, fine. Um, don't even worry. We're gonna finish Ahmed Aleph today. We'll make it up on Motzei Shabbos. Speaking of which, since we hardly ever make it to Ahmed Bet anymore, we need more fundraisers. And now we'll be taking monthly sponsorships for turning to Ahmed Aleph. <laughs> Our first sponsor for ten thousand dollars is F seventy. Hamavin Yavin for Hatzloche and Ruchnius and Gashmius for his brother-in-law. You guys already heard this one, so I'm going to just skip it. Yes. <laughs> speaking of speaking of sponsorships, it reminds me we have brand new merch. MDY certified. This might be messy. Hang on one second. Oh. MDY certified fish blood to start the day. I definitely made a bracha on this one already. Here we go. Woo! Atazoi. <laughs> Not only that, you can also get in the merch your own, oh, I dropped one, MDY lion. For those of you who never knew what a lion looked like until I stood on it, now you can know what a lion looks like. You also can get your very own MDY Woody. Chewy. And of course, let's not forget the Cal Twins, my friend, right here. All available in the merch store now. <clears throat> now, if you don't want to sponsor the Daily Shear, the full day, the Kolo, the Parnas Achodesh, the Turning of the Daft, the Mishnais, the Hanukkah gifts for the Kailo kids, the MDY Gemaras with your name inscribed inside, the Seltzer Boys have come up with a great idea. They're not here, are they? No, 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 both of them. Where are they? No, not here. All right. They came up with a fantastic idea that will let you watch the shear at regular speed and still finish in 25 minutes. How? Say hello to the ad-free MDY shear. For MDY subscription service, for only $1,800 a month, you'll get a special video stream of the shear with absolutely no ads or sponsorships, save you at least 20 minutes a day. <clears throat> what else? Oh, there we go. Look at this picture on the plane, this guy learning. He's very from, he doesn't show you the video. He's sitting in coach, so he's probably not from MDY. Um, what does it say? I can't really see, but I'm not putting glasses. I'm way too vain for that. Whatever, I can't really read this, okay. <clears throat> um, I can't see the clock, whatever. Um, I don't know what time it is. Since we only have uh, a couple minutes left, I want to start with a riddle. How is it it's almost always perma? I'm going to tell you guys, don't guess. I'll tell you in the end. It's worth 10,000 points. Anyways, we're really late. We're holding 28 lines on the bottom of Chaf Aleph from the bottom. Have a wonderful day. Chodesh Tov. Wow, beautiful, beautiful. This fish blood is delicious. Fantastic. Wow. Guten Chodesh, boy, I know. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs>
A peanut. A good and Chodesh Rabboisaya. Mishinichnas Odor Marbim Besimchov. We're going to go straight to the sponsors. No emails today. The Paris Chodesh. By Mr. Anonymous, Lilish was Chayabas Yosef, Lilish was Simi Mirosi was Mordechai. Mesechtis Chagigo is dedicated by the Kessler and Davis families, Rufus Shlemel for Miriam Esser Bas Varba Karai. Paris Chodesh is Chus Rufus Shlomo Ben Lifsha. And Rifka Baz Gilo, that they should be Zoycho, Tizerisha Kayama Bekaroi. The Parasa Choides is by Sholi Rosenfeld, in memory of my dear friend Yehuda Augenbaum. Parasa Choides by the Lock and Lebovic families, Lakewood, as a schus for our families. By Jonathan Davidov, in memory of Bechor Davidov, Ben Panir, made the Nishama Avin Aliyah. By Joanne Kestenbaum, this 20th of Odor, I celebrate my husband, Manny, a.k.a. Menachem Mendel. What is it? Anniversary, I hope. But that's all it says here. All right. I think we have a very, very chosh of a guest here. I just, I saw him walk in. But if not, here he is. David Dimbert from Chicago. Oh, here he is. He's sitting down. Mazel tov to his very, very first grandson. He's here. Shkoyach David. This has to do with yesterday's daf. So Rabbi Fall Groskov, Ralph Groskov, Rabbi Fall Groskov sent me an email. It says, with great respect, I'd like to point out the following. <coughs> that when I showed my mikvah, the water level, he says, didn't reach the hashaka hole, which is not true. It does reach, Rebbe Fall. In the video you can see. Yes, I sprinkled the water. But even if it doesn't reach, when I go into the mikvah, the water level goes up and reaches. So it's not a problem. <laughs> Second horror that he said, I'm just, if he said it, maybe other people thought the same thing. So that's why I'm bringing it up. You asked about placing vessels. Somebody asked me about putting forks and stuff into a basket and putting it into the mikvah. Does it work? So we discussed it. And it's okay, l'chaira, if you shake it up. I guess the best way to do it is to put it one at a time, let it drop to the bottom. Ask us each one. One of the issues is if you put a lot of silverware together and they're all bundled up, it's possible that one of the pieces is going to have a chatzitza and not have complete water. So that's the answer to that. Okay. Rabbi Isai, here we go. Today is Daf Chav Beis. What we should do is take it back, just a couple of lines, even though we did it, and it's one of the big Averis of Daf Yoimi, is to go backwards. Here are the, the three big Averis. Aver number one is you don't go to the next daf, ever, ever. Chas v'shalom. And we did that yesterday, we over the Avera. So because we already, Avera, Gereris, Avera. So we'll go backwards. Rav Amar, I'll just say real quick. What's going on here? We had a list of things that Truma is not as sensitive as Kachim. 11 things, 10 things, depending on who you ask. Rav Amar, when we're looking at these two red guys, and that's today's sugya. The headline of today's sugya is Kli Most of today is going to be focused on 
the idea of toiveling one kli within another kli. Where is that? Oh, it's interesting that Jonathan Stefanski, my cousin, did a phenomenal job. The Litzonas. Yosef is leaving for the shir. He's here for the Litzonas. He's leaving. I brought the same Asuzoycha to be mechaven to him. Why? Because yesterday I realized that even though this was a gift from Toronto, it was, it was glass within glass. It was hard to notice. So now this one has color. We're putting it in it. This is today's sugya. Kli kli. If you're toivel, something like this, are you kashering the inside clear or not? Are you kashering the clear? Okay. Now, what we learned in the Mishnah is that for truma, which is the third level in the Mishnah, it works. This works. But for kachim, if this is for karbanos, it does not work. Why? So Rava says, Yesterday we learned the Pshat because this is a problem of Chatzitza. Rava argues and says it's not a problem. So what is the problem? It can't be Chatzitza because then it's doubling up. This is Chatzitza, they have to undo ties in clothing for Kachim, but not for Truma. So what is the problem? So, I have a kli. This is what we use in that mikvah video. And this is not a machat, but you, it's visible. You might do this. You might want to be toivol this needle, this green needle in here. A tzinoir, a pen, whatever. And this is not a good tefillah. Why? Because the opening is less than two fingers. Let me ask you a question. The opening is less than two fingers. Can I be toivol this? Of course I could. How else did I use it? Why? Then what's the difference? If this is not enough for water to be mechaber, this makes a stab. It doesn't allow the mikveh to come in here. So if the mikveh can't come in, how can I be toivalet? We'll see soon. Says Rova, this is the problem. This is not the problem of chatzitza. The problem is somebody might. If you allow this, you might come to allow this. And this is no good. This is a small kli within a, a, a larger kli that has a very small opening. Less than a shriferis Hanoi, says Rav. That's the gzera. So I said, never be toivel one clean inside another one. Kiddisnan. Iruv mikvayis gishriferis Hanoi. When I have two mikvayis, one next to each other, like I showed yesterday in the video, I have, I filled up. By the way, that mikvah took probably close to $1,000 worth of ice. Because ice is instead of mikshamim, we went over and over, the, the seltzer boys. Went to every gas station in the neighborhood. Took days upon days. We filled it and filled. We thought, oh, another 100 bags should be enough. 100 bags did that much. Another 100 bags. And each bag is 12 shekel. Kids, do the math. And then you fill up the, the spot where you toivel in. First you do that bar. Then you fill up the other spot with regular sink water. And because you have that hole between the two, the rainwater, or the ice in this case, which is good midoraisa ice. For women. For everything. Midoraisa. It touches the other water, and the other water becomes kosher for tefillah. But that hole, as we saw yesterday, must be that you could insert your two fingers. From the outside. They could spin around in there, and that's where we're holding right now. The list is 11. According to Rav, it's fine. According to Rabbi Elah that we're talking about Chatzitza, 
So number one and number five are the same, so we erase one. So now a total of ten differences between Truma and Kachim. According to Rava, that's two different reasons. One is the reason of Chatzitza. So that fits up over here. And then the other one is, uh, uh, sorry, this down here is Chatzitza. This up here, Kli Kli, is a Xera of a Machat in, inside a lesson than Shriferis Hanoid. It's a different Xera. Somebody sent me an email yesterday that in Farakaway, this is the Kalim Mikvah. Now, to me, this is a little sad. Farakaway. There's a lot of money flowing around Farakaway. And unfortunately, the Mikvahs and Eretz Yisrael and the poor neighborhoods are much nicer than this. This looks sad. Okay. I show you the beautiful basket they have here in Eretz Yisrael. Why is this okay? We just discussed that. If it's outside, look, the rim is outside of the water level. Why is this okay? Because the Ramah says that if there's holes in the bottom, if you look closely, they poked holes in the bottom of a basket. Most baskets don't have that. But they made holes, little holes. And since it cannot be machzik ma'im, if you, re- if you try to have water stay in the bottom of this basket, it won't stay. It'll come right out of the bottom because of the small, tiny holes. Yes, it's less than a shkishrifers anayid. Nevertheless, it's kosher according to the Ramah. I don't know what the svaradim hold. And memela, that's probably why in Eretz Yisrael, they made a giant hole just to be like to all shitas, even according to svaradim. But the size is not shkishrifers anayid. They're not large enough, no. Also because the whole mikvah outside the basket is yeah. more than inside. So no, that's not the reason. That's not the reason. Nope, that doesn't help. That's exactly what we're talking about. If you take a basket and you're a toivul kalim inside the basket and the whole mikvah is 5,000 saw, it's not a good tefillah. Because the outside, unless you have kishrifer sanoid, unless you have large holes or the bottom has holes in it. The fact that the outside is a big mikvah doesn't help me at all. Hmm? That basket has very large holes. It has two fingers. We're saying that it doesn't have. If, in case it doesn't have, then that's the reason. In the picture, it doesn't have. That you can spin it around. No, you won't be able to spin your fingers around there. Says Gemara. Yeah. So we have eleven. Sheish Rishon is bein lekoidish, bein lechulin shenasal taras akoidish. That we explained yesterday. Just to go over it again. For a person, the only way you could take something that grows on a tree and make it. To the level of kachim, kachim does not grow on a tree. The only way to do it is in your head. If you think in your head that this fruit is going to be kachim, you're going to treat it with the, the respect that I treat kachim, then the first part of the list applies to it. And the second part, this part applies to even something that's only in your mind. This is only to real kachim, not to something that applies in your mind, because these are only the rabbanons, these are new concepts that are the Rabbana concepts, these are all based on the Oiraisa concepts and therefore it applies also to something that just in your mind you decided it's Kachim. The last part of the list is only for real Kachim, not for something in your mind. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Ila says the problem is Chatzitza. Rava says, is a problem that the opening will be less than Kishri Feres Hanoi. At the end of the day, I cannot be toivel this or this. So what's the difference? What the reason is? Says the Gemara. If you take a basket, like, where's that picture? In Farakaway. 
A boy says somebody sponsor a basket for them. Something. Nice poles. I don't know what. New tile over here. Oh, Shamirachim. Sal vegragoisni. Shemilom kelem vidbilon. Leman domam shum chatzitza. If the problem is that the, the inside kli is touching the outside kli and the water doesn't get through the bottom of it, you're going to have the problem no matter how big the basket is. But if this is the problem and you're using a giant basket, has anybody ever seen a basket that the opening is small? It's impossible, then it's not a basket. A basket means that you can put large things in it, so it never ever has an opening that's less than Kishfiferis Hanoid. So there's never a on a basket. Baskets are different than this. And it will be okay. That's the nafkimin between Rava and Revila. So we raise the shame between Kishfiferis Hanoid. Look, there's no such thing. Says Gemara Vaza Rava Tame. Rava goes according to his own sheet. Adoma Rava. Sal verga gois nishimilum kalim vid bilon. If you take a basket and you fill it up with kalim. Here, this is like the, the question that we were discussing yesterday. Can you put a kli inside another kli and then be toimelit? Tahirin, it's a good tahara. Now, obviously, the basket is below the water level. Now, listen to this. This is my, maybe what you were saying before. If I have a mikvah, let's say a kalim mikvah. How big is it? It's like an ama by an ama by three, four amas deep. So it barely has 40 saw, this mikvah. Now, I take it and I divide it down the middle with some sort of reshet, some sort of holy device. How do you say reshet in English? A net right down the middle. I ruin the mikvah. The two sides don't come together. If you jump into the kalim mikvah, by the way, Somebody in the Kailah is telling me that he watched somebody drop a very expensive, you know, the, the blender blade to the bottom of the mikvah. The guy was beside himself. So he told him, listen, if you pay for my shower in the mikvah, I'll go get it for you. So I told him, you're crazy. You don't go to the, to the mikvah like that. You could kill yourself. There's glass on the bottom and everything. He said, no, there wasn't. No. And then a the guy came by and he said, it happens to be that during Corona, people were jumping into these kailahs. They got very injured. The bottom is full of glass. Don't try it at home. But anyway, but he did... He did the guy a chesed, he retrieved his there. Then another color guy says, and if anybody wants a free oven rack, it's on the bottom of the Kalim Mikvah in Lachish. <laughs> says the Gemara Svara, that you know, if water comes from the, from the ground, comes up from the ground, water, ground water comes up, how much water do you need to be Toivel? 40 saw. But why? That water is all connected and it goes to a river eventually. So you have connections through very, very small porous pipes, call them pipes, of dirt, of sand. Obviously it doesn't work. You need much larger holes. So a a net is going to ruin your mikvah from side to side. But if you are toivol, kalem in a basket, and it's below the waterline, then it's tar. We didn't know about the Ikiyar, but I'm so good. Okay, that we explained. Says the Gemara, an amazing Chiddush here. I'll tell you the truth. It took me time to understand this Chiddush until I looked in Rashi. I worked on it for a long time. Then I said, Rashi is very simple. 
And I, I have to go back to the coil and explain it to them. I, I said it yesterday and they're like arguing with me, but Rashi says it straight out. When is this a problem to put a pen inside a larger cleat that has a small opening? When the outside cleat is tar. So when I put this cleat into the mikvah, the water that goes from the mikvah into the cleat stops short over here by the opening because it's a small opening. But if this outside cleat is tame and I want to be metired the outside cleat and the inside cleat, then I could be metired the pen inside. I say pen, don't, don't write to me. Pens are plastic, pens are not a cleat. As a marshal. Says Rashi, beautiful. There's a new concept here. Ketumasoi. <clears throat> says Rashi. Oh, that's all you need to know. Three words, four words, no, three words. How did this kli become tame? It has a very small opening. Well, it could become tame even though it has a small opening. So it could become tar even though it has a very small opening. So once it could become tar, even though it has a small opening, so the water that goes in is metired and it's connected to the mikvah for that purpose, then it's metired the pen inside. But if it's not, the, the water's not going in, to be metired and it has no right to go in, <clears throat> then this small opening stops the water from connecting it to the mikvah and it remains tame. It still needs thinking, but it's very good now. Ketumasoi, like it becomes tame. It's a special halacha that tells me if something is able to become tame, it has to become, it has to have a way to become tar. You can't tell a guy that has a cleat that with a small opening, oh, you bought it in the store, now Amar's touches, throw it out. It has to have, besides klicheres, it has to have a way to become tar. So if it has a way to become tar, I allow the mikvah water to go in. Obviously, you're not going to fill it up with 40 saw. So how does it become tar? I let it become tar. Let it become tar. Then whatever is inside also becomes tar. But otherwise, if you don't want to make it tar, then it doesn't have the ability because it stops short with the smaller opening. Fine. This not. Learned in the Mishnah. Or Brysa Mishnah. If you take a clee and you fill it, you, you put another clee inside it, it becomes tar for truma. But if it's what's going on? Let's explain. This is exactly the halacha that we just learned. This is what I'm trying to say. If you don't need to be toivel this outer kli, like we just explained, then you need an opening, a larger opening. If it's a smaller opening, it's going to prevent the inside kli from becoming tahar. What? If this is a kli tar, then the reason why I'm filling up with water is just for the kli inside, then the smaller opening stops the mikvah from connecting. If the outside kli is tameh, so I have the right to be metired my clee. Once the water goes in, it's metired the inner clee. <coughs> it's not Royal Labila. At that point, it's not Royal Labila because it's tar. So you can't make it, whatever. So this is That a clee betar clee is a problem either because of chatzitza or clee betar clee is a problem because you might put a, a smaller instrument inside the larger kli. It's If you put in 
Oh, so now if you if you hold that the problem is Kishriferis Hanoid, this is the problem, not this. The problem is that you might put a smaller clea in a in a, a very small opening. Then if you put it in, the whole problem, this is the problem. But if you put it in a sal, in a large opening, and this clean never has a small opening, it's always good. So it doesn't matter, truma, uh, whatever it is, kodesh <laughs> However, Abishol argues, Oimer, why does he argue? Because he says, this is the problem. The problem is chatzitza. When the problem is chatzitza, we don't care about truma, as the Gemara is going to explain right now, why we don't care about truma. It works. It works in Truma. It doesn't work in Kachim. Why? Here's the Sugiya. It's Chatzitza. Look, here. I'm not a scientist. I'm assuming that if I put a very heavy Kli on top of another Kli, maybe it, it won't be 100% water between them. Maybe there'll be one area that the, the, the pressure won't allow water in there. Maybe. And, and then it shouldn't work for Truma either. What's the difference what you're eating? This idea of Chatzitza... It has to do with gravity. It has nothing to do with if it's true or kachim. So I'll explain to you very simply. Who are we concerned about? Chaveir. No time for chaveir. Okay, next. Yeah, it's for next year. News chaveir for next year. A chaveir is a person who's very careful about his food, to eat it with the utmost respect, concern for tumah. He treats his, even his chulin, he treats it with, with uh, as if it's kachim. He's a chaver. On the other hand, we have a person with amaritz. Amaritz. He doesn't care what the rabbanim say. He doesn't care. He doesn't ask. He doesn't even go to the rough to ask. And if the rough tells him something, he ignores something. We know what these amaritzim look like. We have them today, right? Eh, the rabbi. Okay. So, chaverim made the yadi. We're going to see the whole sugya. We don't care about amaritzim. Why don't we care about amaritzim? Because they don't care. We can't force them to do something they don't want to do. We can't impose rabbinical authority on them when they, they don't care about rabbanim. Eh, whatever. So, we, nah, okay, ignore that part. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he cursed again. Fine. So like this. Chaveri made the so, what's the whole thing? Chaverim, what do Chaverim know? We are not going to make Xerah for a Tamad Chacham. He knows that there's a Chatzitza, so hold on, do this. He knows you're not supposed to use something that's less than Kishifaris Hanois. Either way you go, you go with Rava, you go with Ravila, the Tamad Chacham knows the halachas. He'll make sure not to be toyable in such a small opening. He'll make sure not to put a heavy clean on top of another heavy clean. He knows like Rafal Groskov. He'll shake it around, make sure that the water goes on everywhere. Okay, great. By the way, when I was a caterer, I had a bitoyle one day. I want to say 3,000 glasses. I did it myself. Crazy. We had these baskets that you put the glasses in and they stay there forever and you pile them up and you put them into the dishwasher. I took them in, the, in those baskets, put it in the mikvah, had to wait till, you know, water until it goes into the cup. It goes bloop, bloop, bloop. And then there's a little bubble. You have to do it again. And then you go, shake it. And then you're good. And that's like 36. You have to do that over and over for hours, hours, a truck full of stuff. Okay. Here at Eretz Yisrael, I was surprised to learn that the Badat says you don't have to be toivel because this soymachan, uh, mischar. It's, it's, it's for business. It's, my, it's a cool, it's a cool, I think. But okay, fine, the soymach. 
the badat. Yochi kodesh nam. Says the Gemara, Chazi le'amaretz v'azul matbil. So I got to show you this. This is very very poshut, but it goes like this. Wow, we're not even going to get to Amid Beis. <laughs> if you could zoom in on this, because the, the letters are very... I have a question for Dailo. If, if Amaris gives you an apple, could you eat the apple? Chulin, could you eat the apple? Anybody? No, you can't eat it. Why? Tommy. If, if Amaris... One minute. If Amaris gives you truma, your kind, could you eat it? No. Why? Tommy. If Amaris gives you kachim, could you eat it? Yes. yes. Unbelievable. Doesn't make any sense. Kachim is the most sensitive of all. The Gemara is going to tell us the reason is that if you don't take his Kachim, he's going to go crazy. What? I want to bring to the base Hamikdash wine and oil, Takos Jibarcho, and you're not going to take it? You know what I'm going to do? I'm opening up my own base Hamikdash. Literally. I'm going to open up my own. All the Amarasim get together, reform base Hamikdash. So in order not to make him mad, we say that on the highest level degree, he's allowed to eat. Oh. So truma, I'm not going to touch from the Amaretz. Kachim, I will. Oh, so it makes a lot of sense, says the Gemara. Kachim, if he sees me being toivol, a kli b'toich kli, he's going to do the same. And then he's going to feed it to you. And you have to eat it. You must eat his kachim. Well, it's tamay. It's Kli Kli, he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know how to be Makbun Khatita. So therefore I said, there's one rule for everybody. When it comes to Allahs, we never differentiate between Amaretz and Tamil Khakam. They're all, we make one rule. Because of the Amaretz, we make one rule. And the rule is, no Kli Kli. In Truma, in, in Kachim, sorry. No Kli Kli in Kachim because I eat his Kachim. But in Truma, where I don't eat his, kach, his Truma anyway, if he comes to me, I say, sorry, I'm not eating your Truma. He's going to get insulted, break his? No. He has plenty of Amaratsim Koyhanim to live in his neighborhood. He'll give it to them. He doesn't have to open up a new base of English for that. Mimela, I could be toivol, kli as long as I want. What is he going to do? He's going to imitate me? Let him imitate me. It's not going to hurt me. I'm never going to eat his food. But in Kachim, it might come back to bite me. Why? Because I have to eat his Kachim. If he gives me Kachim, I'm not going to be a big tzaddik because then he's going to get mad at me and open up a base of English. Then he's going to imitate me. So I don't allow anybody, even Tamat Chacham, to be toivel, even though Tamat Chacham knows how to separate it, and this is, and he knows, this can't have a small O, a big O. There's no Chacham. So come to Kachim, nobody gets to do Kachim. That's the Gemara's hope shot here. I went backwards, the Gemara goes this way. And the Gemara start, goes step by step here. Very, very simple stuff. Says Gemara, did I make a bracha? Oh. <laughs> Amaretz is going to imitate him. Oh, Trumanami, Chazile, Amaretz, Vazamat. Well, in Truman, the same. That's the answer to this unbelievable question. We don't take Truma from an Amaretz, but we'll take the highest level of Gdusha that there is, really, besides Chatas, but you can't eat that. Kachim, a carbon. We shouldn't take it from him. They're going to hate us. They'll hate us. He doesn't care. He's not going to hate you. He's going to give it to his friend. Who's this that says that we have to be concerned that they're going to hate us? So, 
at the end of the day, we're going to see later on that Chavdal is a little bit of a, uh, a rule, but why are people allowed to bring wine and oil to the Bishamikdush, even Amaratzim, everybody? In a time that Bama is Asr, which is most of history, the Amaratz is going to be upset and make his own bum in his backyard. He's going to make his own paraduma. He's going to tire all his friends and everything. So that's it. By the way, it happened once in history. Chanya went to Mitzrayim and built his own base of English over there. Was it tzaddik? Not tzaddik. Go ahead, also give. And in our days, we take testimony even from an Amaret. We don't have to be all upset at us. Says so is very interesting. Don't decide that you're a Tamat Chachem, he's Amaretz. We don't, we don't know anything anymore. We're all, okay, we're equal. So, what do we just say? We just said that when it comes to Truma, this is not okay. Uh, this is okay. And when it comes to Kachem, this is not okay. Why? Because Truma, you're not going to eat the food. So there's no concern. Wait a minute. And this is a sugya now. What do you mean you're not going to eat the food? But I might borrow this. I'm a Tamad Chacham. I'm a Chavar. I'm going to borrow from my next door neighbor a glass. And he doesn't care. He doesn't know how to be Toivalet. You said, I don't care if he doesn't know how to be Toivalet because you're not going to eat his food. But I'm going to use his kli. And you know how we Toivalet his kli? Like this. This. A dead person touched this kli. It mamish needs a tefillah now, big time. And he went and he put two, one inside the other, mamish tight. He threw it in the mikvah. He saw the Tamad Chacham doing it. And he imitated him, and he says, yeah, here, you can buy my kli. It's tar, mamish tar. He's not lying. He, he, he did what he, what he saw the Tamil Chacham doing. How can we borrow a kli from an Amaretz? The Gemara is going to go through a whole tangent to prove me that we borrow Caleb from an Amaretz. Even Haverim borrow. What's the Gemara's answer? The simplest answer in the world. A Tamil Chacham must be toivel this kli every time he borrows from Amaretz. You're right. Every time you borrow... But before we get to that simple answer, we have to go through an amazing sugya. Says the Gemara, <coughs> But you're going to borrow the kli from an Amaretz and it's Tomei. What are we going to do? Says the Gemara, I've got to show you this beautiful chart. Ah. It goes like this. A kli cheres, just real quick. Let's see if I can find it over here. Jonathan, help me out. I gotta be conscious for every word I say, if I say it ah or e, every time I go for a chart, I'm gonna be thinking about Jonathan for the rest of the year. Pretend this is earthenware, okay? We did this stamp so you could see through. This is not, a, this is earthenware, not glass. The only way in the world earthenware becomes tummy, not the only way, well, maybe there's another way, but for what is important to us, if a dead person touches this on the outside, it doesn't become tummy. People can touch all day long, it doesn't become tummy. Earthenware becomes tomei mitoichai. If in the airspace a dead rat goes into the airspace, then it becomes tomei. So what do I do? Very, very important. Look at this. Ah, give out. We have here a two-story house. Two-story house is a cutaway of a two-story house. You got a dead man on the bottom. And he's holding his side. He says, Ani Because he's dead, his tumma spreads on the entire first floor. Anything that's in there becomes tomei. If there's a hole between the first floor and the second floor, like a stairway, or just a nice circle that's more than a tefach, his tumah goes into the circle, spreads in the whole upper story. What does this guy do? He has a great idea. Earthenware doesn't become tamay if you touch it from the outside. He takes a nice pottery thing right over here, 
and he puts it inside the hole where the bottom is closed. He doesn't flip it this way because then there would be a problem. The tumor will go into the toich of the kli and it wouldn't do anything. He puts the bottom facing downwards. So now the tomb of the mace comes up, gets stopped up. L'chaira, everything in this room should be tahar. Okay, let's see. Says the Gemara. Kli cheres If I put an earthenware in the hole, everything upstairs is tahar. Divrei beisil. Come beishamai. And believe it or not, you're not going to believe it. Should I give it away? The Allah is like beishamai. And it's merafs and igra. It like doesn't make any sense what they're saying. Look at the arrows here. If she, this woman has dough, she's kneading dough, there's water in a vessel, that's completely tar. Everything else is tame. The person, the woman is tame. The kli, the glass, the, the bowl for the dough, everything is tame. That's what Bishami say. Could you please explain the logic here? If this is not a good concealment, so then the tumma goes in, it's matama everything, including the dough. If it is a good concealment, then nobody should become tame. I'll ask you another question. If, it, if, it, if she's tame and she has to go to the mikvin seven days from now because she's tame, tumas mace, and if she touches the dough, she doesn't become tame. What is going on here? Says the Gemara, I'll explain to you. Good question. They ask nicely. We'll explain nicely. This Kli is Tomei. It's Tomei. The Amoritz for Amoritz is Tomei. Okay. It still doesn't explain our questions. Yeah. Well, he, by him putting it in, becomes Tomei. He's Amoritz. Oh. Big side, if a kli is tame itself, it doesn't have the power to stop other tumma. It does nothing. Wait a minute. What do you mean? The food, the dough, the water inside this, this jug is tar. We're going to explain it better and understand it better. When we allowed the food inside, we only allow the Amaris to eat it. Again, we see this concept, we don't care about the Amaris. You know why? Because he doesn't care about us. We're not going to protect him from Tumah. He thinks he knows everything. When we, when we give him a halacha, he laughs at us. So let him deal with his own thing. So we allowed him to eat the, the, the dough and, and, and the water. But for a regular person, they're not allowed to have the dough and the water. But how could I make the bowl tahar? What's the problem? L'cha! That's the problem. What does L'cha mean? The Tamad Chacham is going to knock on his door and say, do you have a bowl for my wife to make dough? And he's going to say, sure. And it's Tomei. We said all this, all this to prove what? The Tamad Chacham borrows bowls from an Amaris and he's allowed to borrow a bowl. All this. Tanya, Armei Bishua. Now listen to this. This is incredible. L- years later, comes Rabbi Shua and he says, I'm so embarrassed of you, Bishamai. I can't explain what you're talking about. It makes no sense. These words, the one word, Boishni, was all the difference here. 
this lack of their cheres to talk like that to, to Bishamai. Boishni, I'm embarrassed. I can't even repeat what you're saying. And what's this question? A beautiful question. Is it possible that a woman is making dough? The bowl and the woman are 100% tamei tamei mace from the oil of this dead guy going through the hole and making her tamei. Shiva, seven full days. She needs hazza from the paraduma. Ubatik tar, is it possible that the dough is going to be tar? Loigin, the same question. The jog, Molly mashkin, loigin tamei tuma shiva, mashkin tarim. So listen to this. Comes one of the Talmidim and explains it to him beautifully. And how do you explain beautifully? He's, he's Rabbi Shua. You can't be chutzpah. So he asked him questions. Let's take it step by step, uh, Rabbi Shua. Let, let me try to explain to you. Please explain. What's Allah? If the Kli is Tomei, and you put it right here in the hole, could it stop the Tomei from coming up? No, Tomei, it doesn't help. Oh, sorry. It's not Chaitzitz. What about the actual Kli? This Kli? Now, if you tell Amaretz that all his earthenware in his house is Tomei, is he going to listen to you? No. You know why? There's no way to make Kli Cheres Tahar. There's no way in the world. You just told him that $10,000 worth of his Kalim? It's garbage. Throw it in the garbage. What does what does Amaretz do when you tell him such a thing? He right away rebels. He says, "I'm not listening to the rabbis." And then he's chutzpah. He says, "The opposite. You guys, you rabbis, all your kelim are tamei. Mine are all good." So it goes like this. At the end of the day, Amaretz is not going to accept the fact. That his klicheres is Tomei. So what do we do? We do something very simple and everybody has to be on the same page here. We say that this kli that she's using, she herself, she herself, she could go to the mikveh and come to Tar. So the, the, the Amars will accept that. The kli, the metal kli, she'll accept it. The Amars will accept it. We'll put it in the mikveh. We'll save him. We'll say... This klicheres is tar. You're right. And it, it actually prevents tumah from coming up into your house. How? By protecting the water and the dough. We have, we have, to, we have to have one, one uniform halacha that works for everybody. And Mimela, I need to tell, I, I need to do something that Tamaris is not going to be upset at us and walk out of here and ruin it for us and give kalim to the tamad chachim that are tamay. So I tell him, he's going to be makbid. If I tell him, look, this kli, you have to put in the mikvah. I'll put in the mikvah and I'll give it to the Tamat Chacham when it's taivot. As long as I don't hurt him and I don't say that his cheres is worthless and he has to throw it all out. That is the reason of Bishamai and Rabbi Because of that, Rabbi Shua understood it. He was mekabalit. And he went back to his friends in Basil and he said, we have to go back and listen to Bishamai. They're right. And that was it. Let's see. Miad holach Rabbi Shua. Vinishtatach al kivrei bishamai. Not today. Not today. Holach Rabbi Shua. Vinishtatach al kivrei bishamai. Omar. Naanesi lochem atzmis bishamai. He said, "You're right. I I spoke against you. Naanesi lochem atzmis bishamai. I feel bad that I spoke against you. Umastumish lochem kach. 
things that are not understood very well. Look, this Talmud explained to me now, I understand 100%. So first of all, one thing. You see from here that you should be makbid. Very makbid. on Lushan, just one word. Boishni caused him what? His teeth were black. He fasted for the rest of his life because of that one word of disrespect to Talmud Chacham. Real quick, a Maisa of Rabbi I know we're late, but we had a, the Purim spiel. Yeah, I'm finished, but I just want to say this quick, quick Maisa. Somebody made fun of Rabbi Shteyman, so a guy told him, he said, what you learn in 30 days, Rabbi Shteyman learns in one day. And what you eat in one day, Rabbi Shteyman learns in 30 days. Have, eats in 30 days. Have a wonderful day and a good Chodesh.